What's up, Cosmetic family? Thanks for joining us on the Cosmetic Podcast. Cosmetic means being a person, a thing that gives rise to a phenomenon that is dynamic or energizing. We're tackling topics and telling the truth. I'm Keith Benson. And I'm Roger Garage. So today we're talking about fear, right? Agree to disagree. Agree to disagree. This is like the cornerstone of our entire relationship. Yeah, our working relationship is centered around um, agreeing to disagree. Maybe a little more disagreeing. Yeah. So we want to talk about learning uh, these useful conflict resolution skills, and particularly in the workplace, but in the community at large. Because there's lots going on right now. There's lots of conflict Mm -hmm. in all types of ways that, Mm -hmm. that are going on. But yet... You know, we are not taking probably the right steps. So we're going to talk through some of those. And I think one of the cornerstones of the one a verse in the Bible is James 1, 9. Okay, come on, Pastor. And so James 1, 9 says, well, let every man mm-hmm. be swift to hear, mm-hmm. slow to speak, mm-hmm. and slow to wrath. And you know, good. yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I, I I love that verse, and I have to be reminded of that verse. It's one that I've uh, memorized for for years. And mm-hmm. It's like you know, be swift to hear, like listen, listen, listen. Right. And this YMCA world, we uh, use listen first training. Yeah. And that's one of those one that's one of those trainings been recycled probably for the last twenty years. Yeah. Because it's just but so it's good. Yeah, it's so good. valuable. Yeah. You know, and so we're in this world of technology and, you know, we're texting and we're emailing. Like, can we have a conversation so that we can truly hear your verbal voice mm-hmm. and not try to say in the text, hmm, what does she mean by you know, writing that, that right there? Because whenever I get a text from you, I absolutely hear your voice. And I'm like, oh, that's how he said that? Okay. Yeah. Okay. You see, just pick up the phone. And we can talk about it, and we can be able to know what the tone of the message usually really is. Usually, it's the same. It's usually the same on the phone. Yeah. So, this whole thing <laughs> exactly, of see? talent conflict in the workplace. <laughs> you know, there's this place of really talking to a person. Yeah. You know, when you talk to the person, you you know, you want to find out, you know, hey, tell me your likes. Tell me your dislikes. Mm-hmm. What's your name? And so, the more we get to know people in our space, the more of an opportunity that when conflict does arise we can be able to work through it. Yeah, but you know, even before you can get to the talking phase, right? You really have to do a little bit of a self-assessment to figure out what is my conflict resolution style? Like everyone just assumes, okay, your first thing will be to go talk. But there really is different conflict resolution styles. So let me tell you a couple. Okay. Avoiding, right? So Mm. it is what it is. Mm. You just don't like conflict you will sidestep it you will hope it resolves itself just pray that it dissipates you are just going to avoid it at all costs accommodating when you accommodate you um essentially involve taking the steps to satisfy the other person's demands well without really paying homage to okay well what do i need to get out of this situation as well compromising is when you try to find an acceptable resolution to some kind of conflict that will, you know, each party will get a little bit. Everybody won't be totally satisfied, but you're making some progress, right? Competing. If you have a competing style of conflict resolution, you just out for blood. I'm going to win. It's about me at all costs. I need to satisfy what I, I want to happen at the end of this thing. And then collaborating, which to me feels like, Probably the best style is when you really work to have a win-win and and dig down and find, okay, I, am I mad at you or am I mad at a situation? And what is the solution for that situation? And let's figure out how both parties can get what they need 
and we can move forward. And that collaborating takes you long term. It's yeah. not a, you know, hey, we're going to do this event, this yeah. thing right now, and, you know, and it's over. But collaborating is focusing on that, on that long term. And so when you are, when you do get into these discussions, it, it's about kind of how you say some things also. Mm. So there's a way that you can say, uh, when this happens, okay. Yeah. And then there's this, you know, way of, when you do, you know, because because that because that you that you that you that comes out, you know, that you was like aggressive. that's almost like yeah, right, right, <laughs> aggressive. You, it is not what you say; it is how you I, say it. How you say it? I, yeah, yes. And, and then when we're talking about listening again, also is that really especially for the YMCA. So our example would be, you know, um, customer comes in, yep. member comes in, and they're upset about something. Uh-huh. And a lot of times when people are upset. It's not. It's not a you person. Yeah, it's the situation. It's, yeah, situation, yeah. and you yeah. don't know what type of day this person. They just Absolutely. need to vent, and whatever happened in, in your space, it kind of set them off. But while you, while they are venting in that in that situation, mm-hmm. stand there and listen to them, mm-hmm. and you know, make sure you are listening. Again, we we'll go back to that James James one nine, right? Mm-hmm. Be, be swift to to hear. Okay, so listen to them, and then don't interrupt them. Yeah. In, yeah, that'll make it worse sometimes. I'm sorry. Don't, uh-huh. I, was, I was talking. I was adding on. Was that's talking. different was, than interrupting. I was talking. That's that's a- not the America, same. America, what y'all, this, what y'all this, think? It was adding on. It was amplifying. Okay. <laughs> and so don't jump in also when the person just give a half a second pause. You know, give them time to finish their complete You, you sound like you really And, and again, like- America, <laughs> did you... Yes. I, I, I breathe for a moment, and you know I'm, you take a long time to breathe. Sometimes <laughs> I have things I want to help get out. Well, I'm so glad that I'm still breathing. Well, amen that. and amen. But uh, sit there and ask some clarifying <laughs> questions, also. So yeah. you know, listen to them, ask some clarifying questions, so you can have an understanding. So um, that way, you can be able to hear truly what that individual has to say yeah, and what yeah. they're upset about. So there, there are absolutely some nuances to to having these conflict resolving kinds of conversations. And some people call it courageous conversations, mm-hmm. brave conversations. But there are absolutely some nuances that you should kind of be aware of and you should build your skill set around so that you can start to have these productive conversations. Like one of them is, which is foundational, is have the tough conversation that you need to have. You know, most of us, our inclination is, I don't want to talk about it. I'm, I'm going to wait or I'm just too emotional right now. And those are all very valid, right? Like get right. past the emotion, get yourself resourced. But you got to have the tough conversations. I feel like a lot of most folks' lived experiences right now is because too many people are afraid to just have the tough conversation. And so all the stuff that's unsaid Mm -hmm. is just hanging in the air. And when you're having these tough conversations, again, you're listening to them. And then as you're having them, summarize the agreements and the disagreements. And Mm -hmm. that way you, you know, you assess what you felt that they heard and then asking them back, hey, this is how I assess our agreements and our disagreements. Am I accurate in doing that? Yeah, building, right? Your your solution is building. It's not like you listen to a person talk for a whole 10 minutes and then in 30 seconds you come up with the whole solution. Like it's a give and take. Like, let me clarify. Let me see if I understand what you were saying. What about this? Does this kind of solution match what you think would be a successful resolution for that problem? And they'll tell you yes or no. And you kind of keep building on that. And then when you are doing that whole assessment there, in that way, if they're... If, 
if you find agreement on some things, whether you agree with the things or disagree, mm-hmm. now we can begin to prioritize what this conflict is all about yeah. so that we can get to a solution. Because there can be a whole list of, of things there, mm-hmm. right? But we want to shorten that list up so that we can be able to move forward. Mm-hmm. Because we can't tackle the whole 52 items on the list, right? Mm-hmm. But if we prioritize those, uh, we can now then put a plan together to be able to work through this conflict, finding out you know those things that are, are most impo- important, and these are the things that we can focus in uh, on the future as we move forward. You know what? I think you just showed your hand just now. So I'm thinking through our conversations mm-hmm. when we're having these conflicts, mm-hmm. right? And so I, I process out loud. And so we're having a disagreement. I probably dropped 73 things right on you. And you will look me dead in my face. Okay, so what's the one or two things you want to focus on? Yeah, because I don't know. We, 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 you, you can't handle all the 52 things well, at one time. You know, but it's, but, uh, I now, can't but, narrow look, it. but if we narrow it down, yeah. we find out what's important. Now we have an opportunity to be able to build on success. Well, that's true. That's true. Because and then and, and find some consensus, which does help the conversation right. move along. It puts it in a better space. And I, then we can, I guess we, we can now, agree on that. Right. And now we got something that we can celebrate. Yes. Right, 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 right. right. I, I love it. And what? then the other thing, too, is that, you know, in that process, don't be afraid to ask for what you need, right, for mm-hmm. this to be a successful conversation. If you're absolutely the person that gets overwhelmed if someone dumps 77 things on you and you need to pushing down okay help me understand what's the one thing we're talking about today Mm -hmm. then ask for what you need or if you feel like a person's you know tone or their emotions are really getting involved and that's making you uneasy then ask for okay let do we need to take a break so that we can get a little more resolved and and everyone can kind of calm down and we can continue to move on but don't just sit there and stew and then be passive aggressive, like you said, right? Like right. ask for what you need during these conversations so that things can keep moving. Yeah, that whole part about passive aggressive, um, <clears throat> man, I, I would tell you that in a world of uh, that we live in, a nonprofit mm-hmm. world that we live in, you know, we're about people yeah. and we're about helping people. We're about serving people. And so we don't want to to hurt people. Like that's right. not, and nobody really wants we to want hurt people. We want everyone to be happy. But then there's a space and be passive aggressive that like you got to deal with situation yeah like you can't go throwing shade and you know all passively no deal with the issue if you're going to throw shade let's talk about it right if you, or, if or they. Whole, yeah right a they, they they like and uh, now we we're a sizable nonprofit organization uh-huh. but we're not that big at the end of the day and so when i hear people say they what? <laughs> it, it's only a handful of days. Yeah. Like, all right, if you're talking about top leadership, well, hey, I'm about six or seven. I'm we we think they we, having secret we, handshake we, meetings. We can just, narrow this what? down, you know, yeah. to this person. Let's let's talk with that person yeah. to be able to deal with the situation. As most of the versus time, they. If they, when you ask people who is they, you know, very rarely can they actually tell you who's right. they. And if right. they do know who's they, we'll say that then. But like, then sometimes you say they, and you are part of the they. Oh well. <laughs> so don't a, don't don't get a little just now. <laughs> don't get it twisted. So absolutely. Well, no. embrace conflict when it arises. Don't allow that tension to build, is particularly in the workplace because mm-hmm. it's just not productive. Yeah. I mean, what happens there is that you you have low morale. You know, yeah. you know, 
know, you may see people start taking off work a little bit more often. Turnover. Turnover yeah. comes out. You know, that taking off work is like, mm-hmm. you know, I, they may have a PTO day, but they didn't want to take off, so they don't want to be around, exactly. you know, that issue. Ain't nothing wrong with them. I just don't want to see these people today. I, I understand. I, you know, and, and the other thing is that if you don't address conflict in the workspace and get feedback, right? Like, mm-hmm. you got to ask for everyone's feedback. You got to give everyone a chance to kind of weigh in. Then you start having these one-sided conversations and people will check out. They're like, oh, okay, so here we go again. We're just going to sit here and let you just spew on us what the solution is. And then how bought in to that solution are they going to really be? And then how successful yeah. will that solution but be? But as a leader, you got to know how to uh, handle conflict. Yeah. So if you see within your operation, if you see two individuals are just steadily going at it, you, like you got to know how to bring them in and be mm-hmm. able to mediate that. And it's not about sitting them down and tell them, hey, you're right and you're wrong. You got to be able to help guide them through so that they can resolve what the issue that they're dealing with or else, you know, your workplace will, you know, be run them up. Yeah. And I mean, even in that though, that, that simple act of bringing people together is really nuanced, right? Because it can quickly go from bringing folks together to find a solution to you being the spectator at a boxing match, right? And I, I've seen that where leaders, and, and I'm, I'm hoping they were well-intentioned, will bring folks again and, okay, you guys are going to hash it out. And then they sit there and there are no rules. There are no there are no rules of engagement. There are no no rails that are, you know, non-negotiables. Like there, there's nothing there that helps mediate towards a solution. You just created a space for people to to argue and and sat there and watched it. And and unfortunately, sometimes that's what happens when leaders aren't intentional about creating the space and and here are the rules and this is what success looks like and this is what our ultimate aim of this gathering is. Because our ultimate aim can, in terms of that managing conflict, it can spark that creativity. Yeah. So now we got these two people who've been at odds and both of them are great, you know, great staff. Now we bring them together. Now we got some creativity going on because we're putting the great ideas together. Somebody just needed to help manage the situation to be able to spark that creativity in in both of them. Yeah, I mean, and and, and just help people remember the fundamentals, right? If you keep them focused on the fundamentals of the conversation, we are here to find a solution. We are not here to demean or to take away from other folks' ideas or what they feel like are important. And you just, like you said earlier, you just keep pushing through, have the tough conversations and fe- and just know that you're resolved enough to get through the conflict, some beautiful things can happen. Yeah, and that beautiful thing can result out with a better, a better workplace. Yep. And then from your customer standpoint, then you got a better uh, product, a better service that's coming out of that because you have these probably two uh, passionate people bringing their goodness to the table to be able to exude this whole great experience yeah. that people may experience when they come into your space. I, you know, I will tell you, some of the, the best working relationships that I have right now were born out of a conflict. Uh, You know, something brought us to the table where we really had to dig down and understand the other person's perspective or understand how their lived experiences was driving the way they were reacting to something or the the reason why they were suggesting that we should do something. And as a result, you know, moving forward, it was easier for me to understand the person's intent and not get caught up in the emotion like, oh, well, they're just doing that to get on my nerves. Well, no, they're not. Like, they really believe in this or this is really important to them. It wasn't necessarily about just aggravating you. Right. But some of those relationships 
were born out of us having to just head on address some conflict. Because if you have that diverse thought in the room, mm-hmm. I mean, that can just flourish, right? Yeah. It can make people flourish and go to their, their next greater. Yeah. You know, given um, times of right now, you know, some things are kind of tense, but we don't know people's backgrounds. Yeah. We don't know people like when we sit down and we talk and we're getting to know each other a little bit so that we can bring those diverse backgrounds together so yeah. that we can have now operation that is going to be one that the community really wants to, to be involved. Mm-hmm. And and I know right now, you know, physical proximity is absolutely um, a challenge, but we cannot solely rely on virtual communication for conflict resolution. So I'm telling you, my son, <laughs> he, he's always finding a name for something. So apparently there was this guy in school and when they were in school, they had a really good rapport. Like they would speak and it was good and there was no problem. But then he would notice like either through email or through text that this guy had a little bit of bite to what he was saying, or, you know, he would say things, you know, that in, in using technology that he would never say verbally. Right. And so one day, apparently <laughs> the guy just gone too far and my son had had enough. So he comes and he's telling me, "Ma, I can't take it. This guy, he always wants to say this in an email and say this in a text. But when we're face to face, he doesn't say anything. Oh, paper thug. Paper I said, thug. oh, what? <laughs> a paper Thug. He's like, yeah, you know, those are people who are real brave when they have to write something out or hide behind a piece of paper or a computer screen. But face to face, you know, they, they're all shy and timid. I was like, that's going in the vocabulary, son, a paper thug. Paper but the thug. reality is we have those, right? We have some people who will hide behind the virtual space to get out what they're just not resourced enough to say out loud. And you can't do that. You've got to say Speak your truth, be authentic, but be respectful. Um, but you got to learn to have conversations. Pick up the phone when you can't get in proximity, but right. don't do this thing virtually. Don't send an email. Yeah, because that goes back to the passive aggressive place yeah. that we were talking about earlier. Like, come on, let, let's 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 stop ev- evading the problems. Mm-hmm. Like, let's be able to de- deal with that right there. Let's stop making excuses. Let's stop blaming others for things. Yeah. Let's come together to be able to work this conflict uh, thing out. And, you know, and then when you get in conflict, you know, um, you know, how do you de-escalate, you know, a situation? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. you can't be a part of that and so in particular um i would say in our space is the ymca if you working working the desk if you on the sports field uh if you are you know in the, in the office when a yeah. member approaches you like you can't amp up the situation you got to be able to yeah. de-escalate the situation yeah. you know show some compassion make sure mm-hmm. people sense that you know what's the look on your face mm-hmm. you know what are the words that are coming out of your mouth yeah. you got to be able to um like, like I say have that compassion for that individual who's coming because you don't know what that individual yeah. is going through yeah i mean it could just be the Some total of all kinds of things just really was the last straw for this person. And, you know, I used to tell my my welcome center um, folks all the time, like, don't match angst. If Mm -mm. they're coming Mm -mm. to you, you know, screaming the best way for this thing to get out of control is if you're screaming back or if you have that same kind of tone or if you're matching that aggression for as much as you possibly can. You have to calm yourself down and you you will be surprised how if you maintain your composure, people will eventually match that right. composure. Right. You know, take that moment. Take a deep breath. When I say when I when I when I was doing the research and doing I was thinking about me doing yoga. It's like, oh, yo, yoga helps you helps you to know how to breathe. And so is that right? Hey, <laughs> is that why in lots of my conversations? So why is Keith breathing? Yeah, so breathing. Help. I mean, but it's just that. That relaxation, 
that calmer demeanor that that comes across when that situation comes because mm. you know it is hard to be able it to stand is, there is, yeah, for somebody to to cuss you yeah uh, you know i i had one time a situation where somebody spit on me <gasps> oh that just took that took me out oh and uh, no response Oh, you are the number one stunner. Oh, wow. D- don't wow. say that for pats on the back because what I was going on on the inside, now that, was a little, well, that was a little something That could have been, uh, yeah. But it did take a moment. Of, uh, I had to take a breath. Wow. And, and just be able to stay in the moment yeah. and be able to deal with that situation. Yeah. And, you know, I couldn't take it personal because the young man that did that, I knew that he was going through some issues. Yeah. And yeah. so it, 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 wasn't, it wasn't personal. It was just that moment. And then, you know, after we worked through that situation, was able to talk to his grandmother, who was yeah. the caretaker uh, for him, and we were able to talk through that situation. And you know, we, and eventually we worked that situation out. Mm-hmm. The young man was able to participate in the wild again. Well, look at you with your James one and nine. Let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, and slow to wrath. Go ahead, uh, Rib Vincent. That's all right. Hey, America, thank you for listening to Cosnetic. <laughs> where we are tackling topics and telling the truth. Hey, subscribe and listen to us weekly. And don't be shy. Give us a review. And as always, be dynamic, be phenomenal, be cosmetic.